Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can have as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one will progress to the next stage where its sole aim will be to appear on Scroobius Pip's Films of the Year at the end of 2023. I'm Joel, a man who puts the ooh in New Year, New You, and across from me is John Harris, a man whose New Year's resolution is to finally confront the faint voices he hears from his attic each night. Hi, John. Hello, that's uh, that's my partner and my child, I believe. Uh, <laughs> this is the year to speak to them. <laughs> mm, I'll see if I can muster the courage. They you seem like nice months. people. They seem um, right. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Are you a big, are you like a big, full of hope and optimism at midnight on December 31st kind of guy? Excited for the year ahead? Or are you one of these like New Year's Eve deniers? I think I would, I was and I would have been. But like, since, since having a human child, it means like... I'm still sort of very much in the Christmas funk. I've like not fully unpacked all the bags from when I went mm-hmm, to see mm-hmm. family at Christmas because every waking moment is spent making sure a tiny human being doesn't die. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Cheery. Joel, before the podcast started, here's, went, to, here's right? to another year of that. <laughs> yes. Joel went, are you all right? You seem, you seem a bit down. I was like, no, no, fine. And then I've yeah. opened with that, so clearly. That. Good, so stick with it, listener. Let's see, let's see, let's see where, <laughs> which other dark places John descends to for the next 25 minutes on what is a broadly sort of fun life podcast. <laughs> so maybe that's the new direction for the new year. Uh, yeah. re- a really horrible listen. N- yeah, my, maybe my new year is a horrible sort of existential guy. Okay. I might not show up next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll bring the fun. Okay, John. Well, how about you bring some fun right now from a listener? What's our first film idea? What about this one from Nick? Topic Blunder. A group of maverick chocolatiers are forced to remake cult classic chocolate bars to prevent war or something. That's good. That's good. I One of the best things about BuzzFeed in the early years was it reminds you of obsolete chocolates. That was always fun. There'd always be like a listicle, 20 chocolates you might forget. You might have forgotten used to exist. So topics, uh, you can't get them anymore. I think They're you can gone. get a topic. But I think oh, a, topic, a topic is kind of like, I don't know, it's select corner shops. You know, like where you'll see a white Twix. Mm-hmm. You're not, you can't, interestingly, you can't roll into an Asda and pick up a white Twix, but no. there'll, be a, there'll be a guy in a corner shop somewhere near you and he'll be stocking a white Twix, a white lion bar. Yeah. And you don't see them anywhere else, but where's he getting them from? Who's his guy? I don't know. Yeah. If you want, if you want a normal chocolate bar, but with just a, a dark or a white or like a variation, little, a slightly different filling, mm. it's the corner shop. It's not, you know, 
a supermarket with a huge confectionery aisle. We're not like we're not quite on like Japanese level of variety of Kit Kats, but if you go to a corner shop, you're going to get some pretty tasty. Uh, if Kit listening Kats. right now, if you walk into the near the corner shop nearest to you, you'll see a chocolate bar you've never seen before. I guarantee 100%. every time. Guarantee it. Let um, us know. So the topic it had like fruit and biscuit. Is that right? It no, that's a picnic. Oh, so what's the topic? I think. Oh, topic chocolate bar. Sorry, I should have researched this. I didn't realize. No, 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 no. no, no I no. thought I thought the second I said topic, Joel would be like, "Yep, could give me the calories." Whoa! They decided to stop making them last year. <gasps> oh shit, man! Is nothing sacred anymore? So, uh, right. So, in in the interest of the plot, I think it's hazelnuts. It's a hazelnut based chocolate bar. That sounds all right. I'd go for that. But you never not did, anymore. John, and that's why no. they're not making them anymore. <laughs> so, Because I got them mixed up with a picnic in my head, I think, and I just never went for it. So probably what happens in this movie is these chocolate bars get made obsolete, so they start making them on the black market. Okay. And big chocolate comes after them. So basically, they you can commission these guys to make you bars that no longer exist. A Cadbury's Dream Bar, for example. Mm. And they're selling them, you know, it's like they're dealing on street corners. They're selling you these bars that you can't get elsewhere. It's like the sugar tax thing. They're, they're, they're also brewing up original brew iron brew. Oh, wow. And then, These guys and then, know and what then the big, about. And then the big dogs come for them. You know, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mars himself. They until until a few years ago they were doing whispers. They really lost the big corner of the black market when whispers became really shit again. Well, that's the argument for legalizing drugs, isn't it? Is that <laughs> you can monitor the ingredients and tax them and offer safe places to take them. And I guess that's what happens with the chocolate as well. These the big chocolate companies realize that it's maybe sullying the name of the topic. So, you never you don't know, the thing is you buy a topic from a bloke on a street corner, you don't know what it's cut with. It's true. There might be a bit so, of caramac in there. So my know. my sort of thought was I know that Kim Jong un is into loves, like loves basketball. Okay. No, he's into basketball and he went to America and he's got like there's elements of American culture that he's very into. And there are sort of like rich parts of like London where billionaire billionaires from nef- who are doing nefarious things bring their kids to, to sort of get privately educated, right? Mm-hmm. So could it be some sort of Russian dictators like love topics wet from their time in London and then nice. they were like, now they've been discontinued, they're, they're threatening war on the UK unless they remake the topic bar. But some for some reason they lost the they lost the recipe. So these Mavericks have to recreate. Nice. That's great. That's great. You know, when um, a baddie will uh, kidnap a scientist and make them do their evil deeds. Yes, exactly. They do that with like one of the recipe developers at Mars. There we go. I love that idea. That's a really good idea. That's really fun. I can see, I can see illumination pictures being all over that. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't say Russia or something. They'd say, "I, I do you know what? Bluetopia." Yeah, exactly. I know that in um, Top Gun Maverick, one of the things that I only got halfway through it before my subscription to Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I, I got half the movie mean? out of my subscription. So you subscribed to Paramount Plus, yeah, and then the month I assume you subscribed for was running out, and you thought, yeah. "Fuck." There's, I've got 45 minutes left of my Paramount <laughs> It wasn't like, no, I didn't start at like 11 o'clock and then at yeah. midnight it went no more. I just started it and then- You were trying to figure out how to change the time zone on your phone <laughs> yeah. so that it would give you another hour of Paramount Plus. Um, halfway, what, what happened? Did it halfway through say, uh, uh, uh. No, 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 no. I stopped. I paused it halfway through because I had oh, something right. else to do and then my right. subscription ended. Which is, I prefer your version of events. It's so, so yeah, funny. Desperately- 
Want to finish this movie? Pay us seven ninety nine. That was like when you used to change the clock on your like GameCube so it would think that you'd been playing a game for a certain yeah. amount of time to get extra bonuses. So, John, you signed up for Paramount Plus and used it to watch half of Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good going. If there's anyone that's signed up for a subscription service and seen less, not nothing. Yeah. Because exactly. you might have done that by accident. But if you've ever, if you've signed up for Apple TV and watched like the opening, the music, say opening music to like Slow Horses or something, and that's it. Would love to hear from you. I know that. So, so my point was going to be, and I know that this continues throughout the film. Is in Top Gun Maverick, they never specify where the enemy is from, nice. or what they are. So, nice. you know that the the heroes are American, but you have of no course, idea who always. they're fighting against. Great. <laughs> so as not to upset any sort of territories. Yeah. Well, quite often now it's just like anonymous terrorist cell, isn't it? Well, they it could be to- oper- they could be operating from anywhere. It used to be Russia, and then it was definitely a generic Middle East. But now, mm-hmm. I think Russia's coming back in a big way in terms of movie villains. Yeah, which is villains. And uh, back, uh, back to the Future went went big on the Libyans. I don't, <laughs> I, which, <laughs> yeah, I like that. The just Libyans throw throw a, like a dart at a map of Europe or something, yeah. and just pick a country and just say, "Yeah, the terrorists are from Norway." Yeah, I'd love that. Let's do it. Right, so the baddies, the baddies in Topic fun, uh, topic Blunder. Also, I don't feel like we focused enough on the blunder element. It has to go catastrophically wrong at some point. I think the first few bars that he presents to this Russian oligarch are just horrific. Uh, yeah, the, no, the Welsh oligarch. We've the Welsh oligarch. Right, would you like another one from me? Or have you yeah, got go one? on then. I've got one, but if you, if you're, you seem very keen to give me another one, John. So Let's go. Uh, this one's from Sophie. Watership Clown. Harrowing animated movie, but it's clowns instead of rabbits. Love it. That's great. There is something desperately sad about clowns. Well, exactly. To be fair, we don't have to go too far. I haven't seen Watership Down because basically my main knowledge of Watership Down is it, it like it will scar you for life. Yeah, I've never seen it for the same reason. So it's, I think it's rabbits. One gets rabies. It all goes wrong. It's got the What's- Art Garfunkel song. Yeah. Bright eyes. <laughs> so this uh, would be bright nose, I guess. Yeah. Um... So it's a bunch of sad clowns. One of the clowns dies at the hands of a trapeze artist. And <laughs> I think it's in Worship Down. Like they're two. No, surely it's men against rabbits, right? You think it's warring factions of rabbits? Because I like the idea of warring factions of clowns. I think, I think it's warring factions of within the circus. Oh. So the strong men, the trapeze artists, the lion tamers, the clowns, they're all at each other's throats. The thing is, animal tamers have got a real advantage here, I'd say. Mm. But uh, you can I guess. You can get a lot of clowns in a tank. <laughs> I would, I think like a knives out at the circus would be good if a clown was killed. A murder mystery at the circus. Thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. You like it? Daniel Craig comes in. I love it. Yeah. That's I think knives the- out everywhere is good. Name a place and knives out would be good there. The aquarium. Brilliant. Well, this is it. Like this is, um, you know, there's that Prey film that came out, which was like Native Americans, um, Versus against Predator. Versus Predator. Yeah. And apparently there's like a feudal Japan one coming out, like they're working on. And it is just like, yeah, historical era, add a Predator, yeah. you're going to have fun. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think it's, it's sort of a similar thing with, with Knives, uh, out. Knives name, out. Just Name a place where there's like going to be a collection of people. It will be fun. Yeah, that's TGI Fridays. Great. <laughs> uh, well, I, can't, I can't think of any places that aren't an aquarium or TGI Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Do I just want to be a nine-year-old boy again? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, that's such a lovely day out. That would be a lovely day out, wouldn't it? Uh, um, John, can I take your son to TGI Fridays in an aquarium? 
Sure. Uh, maybe, which, actually, which, which way around would he like to do it, do you think? Or would he kind of controversially like to go to the aquarium after the starters? That would be come weird. Back? No, I think you'd have to go food then aquarium. I think aquarium's going to entertain him. I think he'll eventually get bored of food. And you can probably get a fun ice cream at the aquarium. True. Yeah, and you don't want to give... He's only little. You don't want to be giving him one of those enormous Sundays that TGI Fridays do. No way. No way. It would kill him. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and we have decided that I'm trying not to do that. Yeah, which is very brave and very <laughs> responsible of you. What's Thank the you. biggest? What's the biggest irresponsible food you've given to your son? He's had two Happy Meals. Yes. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> 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 he wanted the burger he wanted the nugs <laughs> of course he did don't we all that's it's good of you to admit that what did you have I have three happy this, meals this is gonna go on forever uh, I had the big tasty oh it's good it was big and it was tasty they so, always deliver you know no false advertising there well what would you have Joel talk, talk us through your McDonald's order quickly before we move on to your, uh, move your idea from you I'm so glad you asked I normally go Five chicken selects, large, and a fillet of fish. Two or three fillet of fish if I've had quite a bit to drink. No, no burger. Well, I guess a fillet of fish is a burger, but it's no bur- sort of best, traditional best burger. Thing, it's, the best thing, it's the best thing on the McDonald's menu. And I've the best thing about France, I say this speaking to someone who is 50% French, is that they do a double fillet of fish. And that is why... They're, I think that's probably why they're reg- it's regarded as having the best cuisine in the world, right? <laughs> yeah. You can get wine in a McDonald's in France. You can. You can get wine and a double filet of fish. You get a lovely Hello. white wine and a fish meal. Beautiful. Amazing. That's a romantic date. Uh, hey, how about this one from someone? Stu, <laughs> seven pounds. Will Smith meets seven people in need and leaves them a nearly irrelevant amount of money in his will. <laughs> I feel like Will Smith, it's been a big year on this podcast for Will Smith. His well, movies did, are very, very, very... He, he did, he did. And, and uh, as a result, he's really been propelled into the consciousness of this podcast but i think his movies are very easily dream factory they're like one step away from you think about like hitch and hancock they're all kind of like a bit of a gimmick idea aren't they should we try and do a will smith special at some point in the future i would love to should we can get him on right. <laughs> or just someone called will smith hey there's a british comedian called will smith isn't there, there is there is we'll try it okay so yeah, Will Smith meets seven people in need and he leaves them seven quid, which actually I think being left seven quid in a will is probably really frustrating, right? I imagine there's quite a process to go and claim it. Yeah, and I don't, yeah there's probably some admin fee, so you'd probably only un- yeah. end up with £2.50 or something. You'd end up with £2.50 in someone's will. I like it. Or, yeah, does Will Smith leave sort of seven pounds to everyone on earth? <laughs> wow. That'd be fun. Talking. What would you do? You get seven quid from Will Smith. What would you spend it on? Lunch. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of Happy Meals. I um, I think because it's from Will Smith, hmm, if it was a check though, I'd probably frame it. But the problem is, it's not that exciting because everyone in the Everyone's world has got, got it, that's a good point. It's not like, uh, you were the only person to get that check. That The check is of more value than the actual thing. But Seven seven scratch cards. Yeah, classic. It's got to be right. Maybe that's it. And maybe we follow these people and at first they're like, what the hell is this? He's adjusted for the admin fee. So it is seven pounds they're all getting. And yeah, and you follow yeah, it follows each person people. and one That's person great. does scratch cards wins, one person maybe gives it to a homeless person and it changes their life, you know. That's actually turning into something resembling it, a quite moving film. And it turns out that actually it's not a nearly irrelevant amount of money. Yeah. yeah. The only thing is the moral of the story is like Will Smith was great for giving people not much money, which I'm not yeah. I'm not over the moon about. <laughs> no, I am. Okay. Uh, 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's another one from Martin, Duffy the Vampire Slayer. Holby City nurse by day, scourge of the dead by night. Now, is there, was there a nurse in Holby City called Duffy? I'm assuming there was. Lisa Duffy Duffin is a fictional character from the BBC medical drama Casualty. Oh, uh, oh no, but no, I think it's. But they're the same hospital, John. Are they? Yeah, Casualty is just the A and E of Holby City. What on earth? Am like, I blowing what? your mind? And it's the local hospital for East End, isn't it? Um, no, that. Why don't they do that? Multiverses are so big right now. Just say all so in the same place. The, that would be brilliant. A soap opera multiverse. You see Phil sort of stumbling in the background of Holby City. That'd be amazing. Mm. BBC, um, you're welcome. You are welcome. Yep. So Duffy, I get being a nurse. What would that? What would you have access to in a hospital that would help you slay vampires? Well, you've got the blood, which is going to help sort of lure sort them of, in. Lure them in. Yes, you vampires, right? Surely they're going to blood banks all the time. Oh, 100 percent. It's wooden stakes. They're not. They're not. She, works, about she works. Silver, are they? No, she works the night shift at a blood bank and no one else knows this because it's the graveyard shift. But every night she's fighting off um, vampires in like a Home Alone style. You I know, love there's it. booby traps. She's killing vampires left, right and centre because they're trying to get to the blood. And yeah, there must be stuff you can do with like scalpels and, you know, general sort of hospital equipment. My brain is thinking about the idea that, you know, garlic is like a blood thinner. And I wonder if any sort of blood thinning pills that they give to people... In hospital, actually, have elements of garlic. They in probably it, so she, do. That's nice. Ch- chuck that at them, sort of. Very good, very good. She can say some sort of funny quip about their like taking their daily dose as they're nice melting. Yeah, I think I think vampiric siege on a blood bank's great. Yeah, really good. And then it, oh, it, like yeah, like it's like a fucking Ocean's Eleven film where a team of vampires are trying to steal all the blood. Mm. But now we're now the problem is are you not now sympathising with the vampires, Joe? Because yeah. you love getting the gang together. So <laughs> I want to get the gang together. But Duffy's the bad guy. No, that's the thing about this film, John. There is no bad guy. Oh, it's, because the so vampires are, because the vampires are kind of ethical because they're not killing anyone. Okay, but they sort of are by denying blood going to people. But they 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 don't. That's when they learn the error of their ways. It's quite interesting. I think these vampires need blood, so they think well, let's hit the blood bank. With an oh, elaborate yeah. heist. Elaborate heist. And what they don't expect is for Duffy to be working the night shift. Duffy is some sort of like Van Helsing style figure. Yep. She's got like yep. a... Nurse Helsing. She's got like a whole utility belt of vampire killing sort of thing. Uh, this is a really good idea. Uh, this has been a good day for actually good ideas, I think. Yeah. I think we 
Speaking of which, how about this Go. one from Danny? Cocaine Bear Witch Project. Oh, hello. They do, but they do both happen in the woods. I reckon some campers go to the woods. They take industrial amounts of cocaine and they start seeing things, including a bear, a including spooky a spooky bear. bear, a spooky bear. I've not seen the Blair Witch Project, but my partner gets very angry at me if I stand facing the corner of a room. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a reference to the Blair Witch Project. No, it's just because you've got things to do. Like she's like she wants to go out. She's not seen the Blair Witch Project either. But you. But what's annoying, John, is you do it for hours, and your baby is screaming. I'm having a think. You've got I'm work just to do. Think. And you're just unmoving, staring at the corner of the room. Oh, uh, yeah. My partner gets so annoyed when I stare at the corner of the room. I think it's a Blair Witch Project thing. No, John, you're just denying all responsibility, and you're stood in that corner for ten hours a day. Headphones Co- in. Cocaine Bear Witch Project. They yeah, hallucinate I mean, a great big bear, I think. They think there's a bear chasing them in the woods and it kind of turns them all against each other. And obviously when they come to and they, the destruction and havoc that's been wreaked has all been by them. And you thought the bear you imagined was bad. Here's a real bear. And then the bear chases them down the forest. Oh, great. That's the, the worst come down ever. <laughs> you wake up and an actual grizzly bear is ripping at your uh, throat. You're like so relieved. Like, oh my God, we just dreamed that all. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Hey, have you got another one? Uh, what about this one from Dan? Silence of the... Right, this one written down confused me for a while at first. Silence of the I Ams. William Shakespeare is traumatised by a psychotic villain and can can no longer write poetry in iambic pentameter until he confronts the villain in a series of tense interviews. Nice. It confused me because uh, uppercase I looks like a lowercase L, so I thought Dan had just sent Silence of the Lambs. But it has, for some reason, Shakespeare's in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I love the idea of uh, sort of gritty, sort of serial killer vibes with but William he, Shakespeare. With yeah, with the florid iambic pentameter. So I guess the good. No, so who can't speak in iambic pentameter anymore? Shakespeare. Shakespeare can't write any poetry until he works out why this villain is is sort of freaked him out. Nice, nice, and they conduct their interviews in verse. Yes, but not not iambic pentameter. Not iambic pentameter. Of course, of course, because that's gone. And maybe. Maybe the villain maybe the villain only uses iambic pentameter and that's why he can't. He's like, I don't want to use this. And the villain's been sort of writing clues to his next killing in iambic yes. pentameter. That's what's freaking him out. That's Another good. quite good idea from Wow. Hey John, I feel Hollywood like there's been too many up. there's been too many good ideas on this show, so let's do our own. Here's one from me. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny's Child. Oh, here we go. I love it. The three sisters are back in action. They have stolen, I don't know, some sort of hugely significant historical artifact and an old blundering Indiana Jones has to go and claim it back. Oh, so they're maybe, the villains? Maybe, I think Destiny's Child of the Villains. And I think they're, they're back on tour and they're wheeling out like the Ark of the Covenant or something at their live shows. <laughs> and Harrison Ford has to try and look like, blend in at a Destiny's Child gig and get backstage and reclaim it. No, and they're like... The tour, like when they, they first announced the tour, the, the the public are like losing their minds. But then they're like, well, they're not doing London or like New York. They're doing mm. like Stonehenge and ancient yes. like Athens yeah, and yeah. stuff. Why, why is this tour going to these weird and what they, places? They open the ark. It's like the encores. They open the ark and it just melts the faces off of everyone in the <laughs> in the crowd. And that's what they're doing. They're going around you know, slaying thousands more, and thousands of people, stealing more souls. And st- yeah. And just nicking sort of ancient artifacts as they go. Love it. Yeah. Really good. There you go. Struggle to sort of see Beyonce as the villain and uh, Tina Tina Michelle. No, 
Not Tina. Kelly and Michelle. Kelly and Michelle. Tina's Tina. Beyonce's mum. Yeah, the fourth. <laughs> Some people would say she's the fourth Destiny's child. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer? Are you excited? Uh, yeah, everyone was like losing their mind over the, the CG of young Harrison Ford, but I thought it was okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. I think that trailer, what it did really well, John, is it used the music. <laughs> mm, John Williams will do soon, that to you. As soon as you hear the, those classic you know, strings of the Indiana Jones music, you think everything's okay. It's going to be brilliant. But the thing is, John, that, that music's existed forever. It has nothing to do with the new film. So how do we know? I've, I've, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the music, you know, it's got the music. <laughs> it's, so. I've heard there's music involved. Yeah, fingers crossed. I just hope there's not too much in the past using potentially questionable CGI to make him look mm. young. Yeah. But who knows? I, you know, it's always nice to see Harrison Ford doing something he enjoys rather than sort of being forced to do more Star Wars movies. Yeah. Uh, what about this one from me? Top Gun, Maverick Castley. Wow. Both 80s icons. Very much so. I guess Rick Astley flies a plane. I wouldn't never know because I've only seen half the up. film. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind it. Rick, yeah, Rick Astley flies, flies a plane. I mean, Rick Astley, his pop career's over. He's decided to become a pilot, a commercial pilot for a living yeah and uh, he's on a plane and it gets hijacked mm. and he saves the day got it and they're like the, the US Air Force have to sort of support him so there's yeah. like little little planes flying around him and t- that's where Tom, Tom Cruise can get involved yeah and he jumps off a plane onto the other plane and then you know turns into a single molecule and explodes or something yeah and, nice. and he did that for real <laughs> it's crazy there's nothing he won't do for the Mission Impossible films <laughs> he cut his own arm off in the next one <laughs> Yeah, he's just walking around like completely just half the man he used to be. Do you think, what do you think he would do? They've written the film and they come to Tom Cruise and they're like, here's a list of stunts we want to do. Do you think he'd pull a tooth out on camera? Well, you know, he's got like strangely symmetrical teeth, right? Yeah. He's got, he's got one one big front tooth. Yeah. Would he pull that out for Mission Impossible? (laughs) I think he would be willing to remove a tooth if it made sense of the plot and was seen as big Spectacle. Now we're getting into trouble because pulling a tooth, you can just repl- you can put the tooth back in, right? Stick, or replace stick it. a new finger on. No, it's not as simple as that, Joel. I think he'd lose a finger. You think for the for the, fi- for the final Mission Impossible film? I think that's maybe what he'll do. There was that guy. Um, I want to say his name was Felix Bumgardner. I might be wrong, yeah. but he jumped yeah. out of space onto yeah. a. F- that feels like the sort of thing you'd do next, right? Yeah, that's probably what he's going to do, isn't it? Jump from space. What what in the plot will necessitate him jumping from <laughs> space? <laughs> There, there must be an element of that because I think the, the films broadly make sense, right? I don't think... Yeah. We probably shouldn't interrogate them too much, but they broadly make sense. But I assume the first meeting, Chris McQuarrie, who's writer-director, is sits with Tom Cruise and they think of the craziest thing they can do and then they say, how do we put that into yeah, a nice. functioning plot, right? You're right. It'll be space next. It must be space. They've, It'll yeah, be space. Because this is Dead Reckoning parts, part one and then two is the end. So the end. He, he needs to go just unbelievable. It just has to be next level. It's going to be, it's going to be outrageous. Can't wait. Uh, but, and he'll be like 67 years old or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was great. That, that was a really, that was, that's, what a way to start 2023. Some of the best ideas we've had in ages. Thank you very much. John, if you had to pick a winner, what would you pick? Um, you, there was one really good one from you. I can't remember what it was. Was there. it Duffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, Duffy, yeah, Duffy. I think Martin wins this week. Martin, congrats. You're a hero. And John, we need to leave because shuffling in the way into the room, at least I think it is. I can't tell because I've taken quite a lot of cocaine as a great big bear. 
Well done, John. Thank you, mate. Um, that was fun. Yeah, it was good. So last week we were on the Distraction Pieces podcast on yep, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And for anyone who listened to that, thank you. Say nice mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Tell Pip we're brilliant. Uh, and then secondly, I wanted to sort of use this as an opportunity to do a little postscript because we've sort of consumed telly that probably would have been part of that conversation yeah. had we have done it later. Mm-hmm. And I've also missed a couple out. So I finished, we talked about them, but I finished Bad Sisters and White Lotus too. And they're both amazing. Yeah. And I've, I've also watched and finished White Lotus since recording that. And it is maybe my favorite show of the year. Bad, I messaged Joel after like episode three of Bad Sisters and said, I'm not sure there's 10 episodes in this, but I hold my hands up and admit defeat because it was great all the way to the end. <laughs> yeah, it is really good. But Are you, I'm curious about series two. Yeah, that's what I was literally about to say. They've commissioned a second series, but this show couldn't feel more like a sort of one-off. So I'm fascinated to see what they do now. And then I I didn't mention SAS Rogue Heroes, which I watched and was lots of fun. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. setting up of the SAS. Am I Being Unreasonable, which is Daisy Mae Cooper's sort of interesting sort of dark comedy that she did on the BBC. The Great Season 2. Do you watch The Great? Amazing show. I've heard Uh, good things about The Great. No. Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt mm-hmm. and I've just started last night because this is only like three episodes in so this probably wouldn't this would probably be more logical for next year chat but uh, Pip invite us back on uh, <laughs> I Hate Susie 2 uh, oh yeah, yeah. S- s- started recently and I watched one episode and it is as brilliant as you remember if you've watched yeah, the first series yeah I love series. the first series so I need to catch up on that so yeah those I just wanted to sort of say amazing uh, well, did you go. did you have a lovely festive period job because i did actually i had a pretty relaxed time yeah i had some time off i've been sleeping loads oh sorry to rub that in no good. i know, no, I know sleep, you're a father father to a, a young child but i'm normally like a six or seven hour guy and the last few nights i've been a nine hour guy Woo! now know. we're talking now we're cooking that's, on. that's big sleeps yes those are big sleeps so that's that's just, maybe that's my year maybe i'm a big snoozy boy this year do you feel better for it do you feel happy for it do you feel i think this so is, this is me now. I think it might be temporary. I think I might be catching up. So we'll see. Mm. I'll let you know next week. Uh, everyone tune in next week and I'll let you know how many hours I'm getting a night. So that'll be, that's a reason oh, to tune back. What in. a tease. <laughs> so we'll see you January the 10th. Well done, John. That was good thank stuff. You. And thank you everyone for listening. Please send your ideas in for movies. We desperately need them. If you are a new listener, because you heard us on Scrooge's Pip, let us know. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify where you get your podcast. Send us a tweet. Tell us you love us. Or just say you're having a fine time. We are at Dream Factory Pod everywhere. And then I think we're Dream Factory at gmail.com. Or maybe we're Dream Factory ideas. Pod at gmail.com. I should Send us your ideas. It's in, the, it's in the description. <laughs> Go look for it. Send us ideas. We love you. See you later. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media, then you'll be the best listener.